Grain to Glass. This show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. This is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Damn tootin'. Damn tootin'. That's exactly what our mothers would say. Yeah, well, the, my, I don't know. My mom would say darn. Oh, yeah, mine would too. Darn Oh, tootin'. gosh, darn tootin' there, don't you know? <laughs> oh, we got some Minnesotan mothers. Oh, darn. <laughs> hey, man, it has been a minute, like a hot minute since it I've seen you. It has been a little bit of a minute. So, yeah, uh, there's been like holidays and stuff in yeah. between. And there's been So, uh, what, how are the holidays for you, man? Fine. Fine. Yeah, I went uh, to the other side of Wisconsin. Oh, over, by over there by the Sheboygan. Green Bay, Sheboygan, with uh, my girlfriend to do Christmas with her family. And Three Sheeps wasn't open on Christmas Eve, and that was a disappointment. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. That seems so, like the biggest disappointment. Shame. What are you doing, Grant? Jeez. Yeah. Shame. Because I wanted to stop in and get some beer, but okay. Well, well so that same day, uh, you had forgotten about Three Sheeps. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm giving too much away here, but you had forgotten and, uh, because I had texted you while I was at another brewery in South Dakota mm-hmm. on my own little brew voyage. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get to make it to any breweries, but I got some Three Sheeps uh, cashmere hammer. Oh, that's a good beer. A nitro. For Christmas, because my girlfriend did a good job informing her family of what I like. So I got, like, three six-packs of beer. Hey, that's almost enough beer to deal with family. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was great. It was great. Yeah, so it wasn't much of a beer venture over there, but... No. I, I did, I made the best of it. Yeah, well, and it sounds like you had a good time. It was fine, yeah. Yeah, I uh, so I went to the land of no beer, beer yeah. drought, if you will. Um, yeah, was not expecting to find anything. Uh, then we went and did an escape room in Sioux Falls on Saturday, uh, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna check to see if there's any breweries in town." And there's like three. Wow. And I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna choose one." And there was one that opened like a month and a half uh, ago. Yeah. So we're like, "Well, let's go check this one out." It's a new. It looks like it has food. Yeah. The beers look interesting. Let's 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 check it out. And that was Remedy. And I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. My dad was ridiculously surprised. <laughs> he uh, he had a lot of fun. I'm just gonna leave it there. <laughs> might might uh, divulge more on DOO. So check that out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, they had they had some really cool beers. We're gonna actually try one later because they had an Australian on tap. Yeah. And we have not come across a commercial Australian in the U.S., so... Yeah. This will be the first one that we've had that hasn't been ours. Yeah. And so, so. we're going to we're gonna use our use our, uh, our way back machine and hopefully kind of, sort of, judge it against our Australian sparkling. Yeah, because so, we don't have any more. Theirs is an Australian pale ale, so... Yeah. Oh. I don't know. So that is different. Well... But the Australian sparkling ale is basically an Australian pale ale. A little different. But, yeah. I, I would say it's closer to, like, a hopped Australian cream. I would say it's closer to a pale. I guess. I don't know. It seemed lighter. 
It was basically just like an English pale ale, but with Australian ingredients. Maybe. I think that's what we described it as. Ah, uh, that could have been it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, it's not important, not important. But anyway, yeah, no, Remedy, amazing beers. And I'm not just saying, like, amazing beers for South Dakota. Because, I mean, that's something that you could say. But right. No, they're, they're actually fucking solid beers. I think they would do really well up here in the Twin Cities area. Right on. Um, just because the, the variety and the styles of beer that they're putting out. And they're all very well made, so. Well, I'm excited to try some Remedy. It's, yeah. It's, it's a cool looking label. Yeah, no, it's like, it's, it's you know, simple. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. I just realized that the hop cone had a mustache. Oh. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I not, like that it's like a prescription. Yeah. Because it has the RX on it. Yeah, no, no, you need this. <laughs> uh, you need this to, to, to live. Wait, where's the RX? Where did I miss that? Right on the first of a remedy. Oh. It drops oh, down oh, like yep, the RX, okay. like a prescription uh, symbol. Yeah, like yeah. snake oil. Well, yeah, sure. Yeah. Anyway, not important. Let's move on <laughs> with the show. We have an actual show. Uh, we're actually going to try some of our own beer first. Yeah. Uh, our oatmeal stout. We have the oatmeal. I'm very excited to try. I am very excited, too, because I the keg, like Put the keg on stouts. last night, let it settle. Forgot to vent the keg. It's, just a, li- <laughs> it's a little foamy coming out of the tap it right was. now. <laughs> it was. We let it settle a little bit. Yeah. All right. So uh, just a reminder, our, our recipe on this, uh, five pounds of two-row. Three pounds of flaked oats, one pound of crystal 60, one pound of carafa three, and half a pound of coffee malt. Looking at an OG of 1052, finishing out at about 1013, giving us an ABV of 5.1%. Uh, the hops, we used uh, two ounces of fuggle at 60 and half an ounce of fuggle at 30 minutes. So not a, not a whole lot of hops in here. Uh, IBUs are 41. Right on. Um, yeah, and then we fermented with uh, London Ale. Uh, London so why yeast uh, ten twenty eight? Ten twenty eight. So uh, we are looking for a very dark, full-bodied, roasty malty ale with a complementary oatmeal flavor. The sweetness, balance, and oatmeal impression can vary considerably. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Aroma. Mild roasted grain aromas, generally with a coffee-like character. A light malty sweetness can suggest a coffee and cream impression. Fruitiness should be low to medium high. Diacetyl medium low to none. Hop aroma medium low to none. Earthy or floral. A light grainy nutty oatmeal aroma is optional. Give us so some snips. I get, I get a, uh, a little bit of coffee. Yeah, I get a little um, coffee. With, uh, with like almost like a creamy sweetness. Like a coffee cream or sweetness on the back end. Yeah, I get that for sure. I get a little bit of roast. Very that's, little roast. That's like that coffee. Yeah. It's like a roast coffee. It smells great. But yeah, a little bit of roasted grain, but it's subdued. Yeah. Mm. It smells good. Yeah. I can see like just a little bit of like <clears throat> a, like an oatmeal aroma. Like yeah. If you have you know, like a bowl of oatmeal. And your coffee in the morning. Yeah, I'm getting that. I get that. Yeah. All right. Uh, appearance. Medium brown to black in color. Thick, creamy, persistent, tan to brown colored head. Can be opaque. If not, should be clear. Black. Definitely black. <laughs> it's, 
It's black. It's black as night. It, it's black as this is this is motor oil. Yeah. Like not not consistency wise, but no. the way it looks. Definitely um, black. Big like tan colored head. Oh yeah. That just Still persists here. for days. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so a Roman nice appearance, I think we've nailed. We got it. Now the important part. Ooh, the important <clears throat> flavor. Similar to the aroma with a mild roasted coffee to coffee and cream flavor and low to moderately high fruitiness. Oats and dark roasted grains provide some flavor complexity. The oats can add a nutty, grainy, or earthy flavor. Dark grains can combine with the malt sweetness to give the impression of milk chocolate or coffee with cream. Medium hop bitterness with the balance toward the malt. Medium sweet to medium dry finish. Diacetyl medium low to none. Hop flavor medium low to none. Typically earthy or floral. So it's quite similar to the aroma just in huh. flavor description. Alright, so I get coffee, a little bit of fruitiness. Like there's almost like a fruit cake that I'm picking yep. up. Yep. Um, a little nutty. What's going on here? Something's going on. Something good or something bad? Not bad. Something. So definitely. Uh, roast coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, not like, it's not really like a coffee and cream. No, just like it's mild like, roast coffee. Yeah, it is. Um. And then like behind that, I get some sweetness. And that's where yeah, I, thinking, I think like, there's the fruit, the fruit. Maybe milk chocolate. I'm just not picking up any fruit. I get some Odi nuttiness. There's something sure. in the middle, and I can't quite place it. That's what my that's what I was doing too. And like that's why like I I kept going like I, I feel like it might be fruity, maybe like a fruit cake, like yeah, those like candied fruits. But no, what is that? I'm not sure what that is. I'm not sure what's happening in the middle there. Like yeah, no, it's the, not bad. No, 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 but but like I don't so know how to place it. Up, up front, pure coffee. Yeah, pure coffee right away. In the back, oatmeal, like that that nutty yeah. oatmeal character. In the middle, there's this slightly sweet, um, little chocolatey. Yeah. Um, slightly fruity, at least at least on my palate, slightly fruity, but I'm not. Yeah, it's just like a whiff. It's like a whiff that hits in the middle. Between the coffee and the oatmeal, there's something that pops in there. And I honestly have no idea what it is. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> it's good. It's absolutely delightful. I could drink this beer all day long and be happy. There it was. What is it? This is shit radio. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. What it's it is. sweet. Yeah, but not like real like candy. It's not like really sweet. No, it's got like this sweet reprisal in the middle before it goes back into like 
the roast. Not sweet. Yeah. Or the, I guess it goes into the oatmeal and the, yeah. the nuttiness. Yeah. I can't, I can't place it. I, I can't either. But it's so fast, too. Like, it's so, like... Well, I've tried to swish it to, like, try to make yeah. it last, and that doesn't work. No. It's, like, it's very fleeting. All right. I'm going to say we nailed the flavor. I think we did, too. We hit everything else. Except for the mystery sweetness. But they don't talk about that mystery wisp. And it's it's very fleeting. It, like, hits, and then it's gone. Well, and we did just eat, so I yeah. wonder if our palates are a little shot from that. <clears throat> it could be, but either way... It goes so quickly, that's the issue. Yeah. It doesn't stick around long enough for my brain to process what it is. No, I just I'm going can't back get to it. like there's just a hint of fruit there, man. Like there could be. I'm not picking it up, but that might be what it is. I think there's something fruity in there. It could be. It could be. I can't. I can't put whatever it is. I like it. And I want to stay. I couldn't confirm anything right now. Like I can't. <laughs> I can't place it. I just don't know, man. I can't even say no. That's not it because right. it's sweet, but I don't I'm know. what Giving it is. a thumbs up to flavor. I'm giving it too. Yeah. All right. Mouthfeel: medium full to full body with a smooth, silky, velvety, sometimes an almost oily slickness from the oatmeal. Creamy. Medium to medium high carbonation. Yeah, we got. Say medium full body. That's what I was gonna say. Um, smooth, it's smooth silky and velvety. Yeah, and it's a. It does have a little slickness from the oatmeal. Yep. But it's not like diacetyl slick. No. It's like no, a, it's not like a buttery. It's slickness. Like, yeah, it's definitely like an oatmeal slick. Mm-hmm. But not a lot. Yep, just, just a little enough. bit. And it is creamy. Yeah, it is. Medium uh, carbonation. Yeah, I would say medium. Especially now that we've poured it out and the head's died down to a to a delightful <laughs> drinkabilityness. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, I think we hit the mouthfeel too. Yep. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna give this one a win. This beer is a thumbs up. Thumbs up. Green check, as we like to say. Do like a green check. Alright, so now this one I'm really excited about. I don't know if you're excited about it. Of course, and I'm I, excited. All right, so this about is it. and this is kind of a first for uh, for Homebrew Bound, where we are tasting a commercial example, unrelated to our discussion topic right. for the day. Yeah, a throwback to something we couldn't find. Yeah, and it's like I don't, I'm I'm re- I just like I saw it and I was like I have to buy two of these crawlers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you can't not like it's the only. To our knowledge, existing commercial example of this beer. In the U.S. Right. Uh, yeah. So this is uh, Keep It Safe from Remedy Brewing. It is their Australian pale ale coming at 6.9% ABV here. Did you get a story on the name? Um, it's a re- So they did, they did an American and an Australian uh, with similar ingredients kind of like side by side. Uh, let me see if I can pull up the thing here. So they did uh, Keep It Safe and Keep It Secret were the two right. that they did. Um, I want to I wanna see if I can find the ingredients here. Boop, 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 boop. I can only find it on untapped. Um, all right, so they're saying strong nose of pineapple, toffee, malt, uh, back, and only Aussie hops. 
Oh, careful. Yeah, pouring into the little sample glasses yeah. is kind of a pain. It's kind of a dick. Kind of a dick of a thing. I poured some on my crotch. Yeah, well, now it's definitely a dick of a thing. I figured it out, though. Ooh, I was picking up that pour on the microphone. Yeah, it's nice. Right. Yeah, no, so I'm, I'm really excited to see. I tried this, and then I had, like, three more pints of it. <laughs> Just one of those things that you kept doing, you know? You know how right. it is. Oh, yeah, I know what you're doing. I know how you do. I know how you do. So I'm really excited for you to try this. Uh, so, yeah, Remedy is located in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, it was it was kind of like a diamond in the rough type deal. Yeah, and was very excited to find it. Okay, <clears throat> you were a sniff. So they talked about pineapple on there, huh? Yeah, uh, I do pick up some citrus. I do. I pick up that in the aroma here. All right. So if we're looking at, mm-hmm. should I pull up the uh, Australian sparkling ale? Yeah, you may as well. Just just a quick B, run through. Twelve B. All right, so overall impression er, is a smooth and balanced. All components merged together with similar intensities. Moderate flavor showcasing Australian ingredients. Large flavor dimension. Very drinkable, suited for a hot climate. Relies on yeast character. So aroma, fairly soft, clean aroma with balanced mix of esters, hops, malt, and yeast. All moderate to low intensity. The esters are frequently pears and apples, possibly with a very light touch of banana. Optional. Optional banana. Optional banana. The hops are earthy, herbaceous, or might show the characteristic iron-like uh, pride of wing- ringwood. So I feel like they went more with a more tropical hop. Okay. Instead of, you know, the traditional Australian hops. Sure. Which is where you get that. that smells like tropical hops. Yeah, the more like the more I smell it, the more like pineapple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. What do you taste when you taste it? Let me give it another. I got to give it three. Give it three. You got to give it three before I comment. Why are you doing that? Appearance, deep yellow to light amber in color, often, often uh, medium gold. Tall, frothy, persistent white head with tiny bubbles. Noticeable effervescence due to high carbonation. Brilliant clarity if decanted, but typically poured with yeast of a cloudy appearance. Um, yeah, color's spot on. This is definitely like a light amber, uh, medium gold. Yeah. Um, head, nice tight bubbles, tall, frothy white yeah. head. It is tiny bubbles in my beer. Tiny bubbles. In my beer. Right, have you had your three? I did. Comment on flavor. Uh, comment is, uh, that pineapple that they're talking about. Definitely in there, but not like, it's not like a pina colada or anything like that. Mm -mm. It's not like pineapple juice. It's like pineapple hop flavor. Yeah, it's a pineapple essence that that kind of falls the entire way through the beer. Underneath that, some good good grain choices Mm -hmm. um, for sure. And then that hop flavor... The hops that they used in it, definitely, like, the tropical flavored hops. I don't get an overwhelming bitterness at the end. I get a tropical fruit, like, so it starts with pineapple, 
Yeah. And the pineapple wine kind of like draws its way through. Like if so, if if you look at like the taste, kind of like a bell curve. Right. The pineapple line starts at the beginning and just goes straight through until the end where it explodes into, I get like some mango yeah. and some- A lot of tropical yeah, fruit. Yeah, just a lot of different tropical fruits in the back end. But uh, as it's going through, like, so it starts with just pure pineapple on the, right. on the front. Then I get like this really good malty toffee, like a middle. Yeah. Yeah. And then just an explosion of fruit flavor at the end. Yep. I think you got that nailed down. Like, that's pretty good. Um, the one thing <clears throat> is I feel like, I don't know. I feel like the hops could have been different. So the hop it. choice seems a little American to me. That's, and and you mentioned that before, but I agree. Like, having tried it. It just seems like a little bit, it's citrus, but it doesn't seem like the hops taste different than a lot of American beers I've tried. Yeah. The yeast definitely, this yeast and hop combination, definitely not present in American beers. Yeah. And I think that definitely pulls it on that Australian way. But I don't know. I don't know. I think using actually Australian hops would have been yeah, and I a don't slam know. dunk I, choice on this. I don't know what hops they used. Yeah. They could be like, they could be something from New Zealand or they could be like a newer Australian well, hop. I'm sure. I'm because sure the, the, the problem is like the, we're looking at gui- guidelines from 2015, yeah. which is almost three years ago now. Mm-hmm. There's been a stupid amount of new hop coming from that part of the world Mm -hmm. and they've all been either like super big melon tropical yeah or something it's possible they could have used something australian so i don't know here here's what i'm gonna say this is a kick-ass pale ale oh it's fantastic like like if somebody if somebody served this to me and said hey here have this pale ale yeah not a, not even a second thing. Be like, fuck yes, please have more. That's fantastic. Yeah. As an Australian, I think the like the the base components are there. Yeah. Throw some ringwood in this. That's what I was gonna say. Like we used the pride of ringwood. Yeah. In ours, and it was a totally different hop than we had ever had before. Yeah. Yeah. And it was very different but delicious and balanced a lot of like the yeast character that was used in it balanced a lot of that sweetness yeah and this i think comes very close to doing that i don't think this balances the sweetness in the same way that those hops would yeah no you get you get like a fruit salad or like a candied fruit on the end and that's it's fine like yeah no you get a lot of that like mango and but I feel Pineapple like those sweet, like the Australian fruits. sparkling that we made, specifically had Pride of Ringwood listed in there, and it, I could see why when we drank it, because it definitely knocked balance in there. And this, well, and yeah, I, we were really worried about that yeah. too, because they're like iron, like yeah. why do we want that in there? And it did taste irony, but in a good way that we never thought was going to happen. So I don't like there's, irony. There's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> 
There's <laughs> nothing wrong with this beer at all. No. But I think that compared to our Australian sparkling, the hop choice, pride ringwood in this instead of what they used, spectacular. Yes. But again, I love this beer. Fantastic. Like, this to me is distinctly a very good beer. It doesn't taste distinctly Australian. Wait, and so I saw this beer on tap. I tried it. I called Rick immediately. Yeah. Like, it was immediately like, dude! <laughs> he did. Guess what I found? I'm an Australian. I'm still very excited about it. Yeah. this It's not distinctly Australian because of the hops, but it definitely has the Australian traits that we tasted in ours, too. Yeah. And I'm really excited to finish this crawler as the night goes on. Yeah. It's good. It's oh, very good. It's so good. Like, it is a damn good beer. Yeah. Very good. I'm sure I'm going to finish that oatmeal and pour something in here. <laughs> I'm darkened it a little bit with residual oatmeal in there. <laughs> I'm going to have a little bit more, too. All right. All right. So now into our style for the evening. Ooh. Just happened to our light. Oh, the the fuses on some of them are starting to... <laughs> Okay. Get iffy, and so Hope we just got to go. We'll poke it after the episode. Okay. All right. So now we are going to talk about best bitter style eleven B. The uh, double B. Eleven B. The second in the the British bitter category, and uh, we are tasting uh, Fuller's London Pride. Uh, which is a recommended style. So you got that yeah, going yeah. for us. Imported from, I'm guessing, London. That would be a great guess. I'm thinking so. <laughs> or uh, somewhere in the UK. Yeah. I think that's where Fuller's is. I would hope so anyway. Otherwise, I've been drinking English beer wrong. <laughs> it's got to be, right? Brewed beside the Thames. That's the river in yeah. England, right? Yeah. Yep. So it's it's got to be there. It's got to be near it, at least. As long as it's brewed beside it. Right. All right. Brewed, bottled, Fuller, Turner, Griffin Brewery, Cheswick Lane, South London. All right. All right. Sounds good. This from London. All right. So uh, a flavorful yet refreshing session beer. Some examples can be more balanced or more malt balanced, but this should not override the overall bitter impression. Drinkability is cri- a critical component of the style. Aroma, low to moderate malt aroma, often but not always with a low to medium low caramel quality. Bready biscuit or lightly toasty malt complexity is common. Mild to moderate fruitiness. Hop aroma can range from moderate to none typically with a floral, earthy, resiny, and or fruity character. Generally no diacetyl, although very low levels are allowed. I get a lot of fruit. Oh yeah, this has got fruit in it. Yeah, this is very fruity. Yep. A little bit of toffee, but a lot of fruit. Yeah, there's some toffee in there with the fruit, but there's this is fruity. Yeah, I'm picking up fruit for sure. Big fruit and the aroma here. All right. Um, appearance. Pale amber to medium copper color. Good to brilliant clarity. Low to moderate 
uh, white to off-white head may have very little head due to low carbonation. Very little head here. Yeah, but we don't once have there is white. On. Yep. Uh, brilliantly clear. Oh, yes. It's clear as F. Yeah. Clear F. Clear F for clear sure. Clear F for the kids. <laughs> clear AF. Um, yeah. Uh, copper color. <laughs> yep. Well, it is. more of in like an amber copper, I guess. Yeah, it's a light copper, maybe. Yep. Um, yeah, so let's talk about flavor. Oh, the important one. Medium to moderately high bitterness, moderately low to moderately high fruity esters, moderate to low hop flavor, typically with an earthy, resiny, fruity, and or floral character, low to medium maltiness with a dry finish. The malt profile is typically bready, biscuity, or lightly toasty. Low to moderate caramel or toffee flavors are optional. Balance is often decidedly bitter, although the bitterness should not completely overpower the malt flavor, esters, and hop flavor. Generally, no diacetyl, although very low levels are allowed. I get like a toffee biscuit with jam. Mm -hmm. Giving her three sips here. Yeah, uh, biscuity, toffee, uh, little fruity. Yeah. Um, balances definitely towards the bitterness. Definitely. Biscuit on the front. Oh, it just, yeah. It is. There's all that biscuit. Then she smooths out to kind of a. Like, man, I'm saying like, probably like some victory. Um,. UK pale for that big biscuit character. Yeah. Um, not quite as like caramel toffee that I would get with like Maris Otter. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's a biscuit, kind of a toffee in transition, and then fruit. Like jam. Mm-hmm. It's a nice transition. Or marmalade. Except that's orange jam, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. It just know. sounds Englishy. Well, is that specifically orange? I or? think it is. I think we actually looked this up. Okay. But I'm going to look it up again. We probably, I feel like we have actually. I think I remember talking about this. Don't um, remember the result. Macklemore has a song called Marmalade. That's irrelevant to this. Uh, marmalade generally refer- refers to a fruit preserve made from the juice and peel of citrus fruits, boiled with sugar and water. So it could be kumquats, lemons, limes, grapefruits, mandarins, uh, sweet oranges, bergamots, or other citrus fruit. Yeah, this doesn't seem like citrus fruit. No, it does not. It does not seem like marmalade. Just jam, then. Yeah, just some jam. Jamity jam jam. Yeah. Jam jam. Yeah, jam. All right, uh, mouthfeel. It's nice. Medium light to medium body, low carbonation, although bottled examples can have moderate carbonation. <clears throat> Yeah, it's got that medium light body. I, I feel would like say this is low carbo or carbonation. Oh yeah, very low. It's low carbonation for sure. Even though it's bottled, it's low. Mm-hmm. Pleasant carbonation. It's not like too low. No, no, but it's uh, like cask where it should be. Cask yeah. level. Yeah, it tastes appropriate. Mm. Uh, okay. The stupid bottle though, is only eleven point <clears throat> two ounces. <laughs> What a jip. I know, I got jipped. 
We do 12. 330 milliliters. <laughs> Fuck you, England. That's right. Do 380 or whatever. Dude, I don't understand. So England still uses miles per hour. Yeah. What are they doing? Yep. Make oh, up your mind. I know, man. <laughs> Make up your fucking mind. I, I know. Pick, just do one thing. Like, you can't measure your distances in kilometers and then do your speed in miles per hour. Yeah. And then be like, yeah, no, milliliters. But we'll still have a gallon of something. Right. You dumbasses. Yeah. Dumb. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> it, like, Canada went whole hog. Yeah. <laughs> they Shit were like, or get off the pot. They were like, uh, metric system. All of it, then. We're not going to do half of it. England was like, we'll do the bits that we like. Yeah, no, we're going to drive on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. Use imperial measurements for speed. Yes. And metric for distance. Yes. Good luck, fuckers. Sounds great. <laughs> and then we're going to use stone for weight, which is a imperial piece that no one uses. Yeah, no, nobody uses stone. <laughs> like, going through the English OK Cupid. 15 stone. What is that? Don't have a clue what that is, <laughs> but okay. You're probably fat, I guess. Like, <laughs> how big are these stones? <laughs> like, I mean, that seems subjective. Like, got 15 pebbles. Are these stones? Yeah. Like, because you should probably eat a hamburger. And then even when they switched to the euro, they were still using it. They were the still pound. saying pound. No, no, they never switched to the euro. They still maintained the pound. Oh, did they? Yeah. Okay. Because they're like, no, we're not going to that stupid currency. <laughs> we're going to have, oh, it's 400 pounds. What's that? How much that is, though? Like 800 bucks. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's, well, it was at that point. Now, like, uh, like, I have a couple of English friends, and they came back over to the States, and they're like, oh, the exchange rate doesn't work in our favor anymore, because they were getting beers for, like, half off, yeah. like, based off back home. Now they're paying, like... Market value. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? All right, anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, we were, I was just about to jump into comments. All right. Uh, so, comments. More evident malt flavor than an, in an ordinary bitter. This is a stronger session strength ale. So, our ordinary bitter came in at like 4%. Right. And this is, what, 4 point something? 4.7. Yeah, so, like, looking at the ABV range, we're looking at, like, 3.8 to 4.5. Okay. So we're just looking, like, slightly... Slightly higher than yeah. original. Very <laughs> ordinary. But the the flavor profile is different in this, too. Flavor profile is very similar. It's different. They're, like, the malt flavor and everything. Yep. Yeah. All right, anyway, yeah. um... You want to hit characteristic ingredients? I will. And style comparison, um, and I will start <clears throat> building a recipe. So, characteristic ingredients. Pale ale, amber and or crystal malts. May use a touch of dark malt for color adjustment. May use sugar adjuncts, corn, or wheat. English finishing hops are most traditional, but any hops are fair game. If American hops are used, a light touch is required. Characterful British yeast. Something with a little character. Maybe something like London Ale yeast. Um, <clears throat> style comparison. More alcohol than an ordinary bitter. 
and often using higher quality ingredients. Woo! Less alcohol than a strong bitter. More caramel or base malt character and or color than a British golden ale. Emphasis is on the bittering hop addition as opposed to the aggressive middle and late hopping seen in American ales. A vital statistics, statistics, statistics that we look at. IBUs of 25 to 40. SRM range of 8 to 16. An OG of 1040 to 1048. Final gravity, 1008 to 1012. And an ABV of 3.8 to 4.6. So this is 0.1 ABV higher than the range. So what's up with that? But that's okay. Commercial examples that we would be looking at would be Adnam's SSB, Coniston Bluebird Bitter, Fuller's London Pride that we have here, Harvey's Sussex Best Bitter, Shepherd Name Master Brew Kentish Ale, Timothy Taylor Landlord. Ooh, Tim Taylor. And Young's special. <laughs> Timothy Taylor, landlord. Sounds like the next Tim Taylor. Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Plays a landlord for all the houses he built with, what is it? Binford Tools? Binford, yeah. <laughs> I've been watching a shit ton of Home Improvement. <laughs> Cause it's all on Hulu, man. Yeah? Yeah. They got it all on there. Yeah. So he built a bunch of houses with Binford. So tools. I'm... Oh, wait, man. If I can get that one, that one's better. I don't want to do that one. Get that one, then. I'm gonna... I'm gonna... Okay, man. I'm trying. Okay? Give I'm me a trying. Yeah, not right. Leave me alone. Diggity dog. All right, I'm trying here. Uh, what's my OG range? Your OG range is 1040 to 1048. Okay. What is my IBU range? IBU range is 25 to 40. What's my ABV range? ABV range, 3.8 to 4.6. That's not a good face. I'm going to ditch this. Ditch it. Add another pound of this. What was my OG range? 1040 to 1048. Goodbye. I'm going to ditch that yeast then. Ditch it. What were you going to use? London ESB. Mm -mm. Ain't going to work. Ain't going to work up in here, up in here. Oh, that's right. Hang on. What's up? You forget Uh, a thing? No, yeah. Uh... Uh, I forget Brute doesn't round properly. Oh, yeah. So, all right. Uh, OG, you said ten, but low 1050, right? Yeah, 1040 to 1048. And IBUs, okay, I think we're good. Uh, SRM? Uh, 8 to 16. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hang on. It's got we're a good. pretty we're good. good range. We're good. We're good. All right. I think I think I think I got her. Well, why don't you let me know? 
Are you sure you're ready for this? I am ready. Sure you're ready for this. Two, or uh, I'm sorry, six pounds of uh, UK pale two row. Mm. Two pounds of UK amber. Mm. One pound of UK Vienna. 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 That's for the biscuit. I was mistaken in victory. Um, mm. Yeah, so that gives us an OG of 1046. Nice. IBU, or uh, then hops, uh, two ounces of EKG at 60. One right. ounce at flame out, because we want that bitterness and that earthiness on the back end. Right. Uh, for IBUs of 38. That's nice. That's nice. Right. SRM of nine. Good, good. And then an ABV somewhere between four and five percent. Sure. It's in that range somewhere, yeah. but this doesn't do decimals. <laughs> Which is real dumb. <laughs> So yeah, we're we're in there somewhere. If I if I go any more, we're at five, and if I go any less, we're still at four. So I feel sure. like we're in the middle somewhere. That seems good. All right, I'm gonna save that up. Seems like a solid recipe. I think. I think it sounds good. Yeah. No, will you save? Thank you. Fits our characteristic ingredients. Yeah. So fun fact: I've a uh, I had to go back and listen to some episodes <clears throat> of Homebrew Bound to build recipes yeah because i didn't have them at work when i was ordering ingredients yeah so i was just like oh i'll listen to the episodes we give them about the same exact time at the end of every episode it's like two minutes to the end recipe yeah (laughs) it's kind of (laughs) nice so uh, for future casey when you're listening to this uh six pounds of uk two row two pounds of uk amber one pound of uk vienna two ounces of ekg at 60, one ounce of EKG at zero, and then use London Ale Yeast. Nice. Good job, future Casey. You got this. You got it. Order them up now, Casey. <laughs> Just do it, okay? All right, uh, and that's going to bring us to the end of our episode for today. Um, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnestudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnestudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.